0: Welcome to this week's episode of Beat My Guest. I'm your host, AJ Mass. If you're new to the show, each week I invite a guest to sit in the hot seat and field questions in a wide variety of topics, earning as many points for the episode as they can. For those of you playing along at home, you have but one task set before you, and that is to see if you can Beat My Guest. But before you can beat my guest, you need to meet my guest, so let's give a warm welcome to today's guest back in the hot seat one more time. It's Dustin Resch. Dustin, how are you? I'm doing great, but this seat is awfully hot. Well, you know, it's getting closer and closer to summertime, and, uh, temperatures rising, (laughs) barometer's getting low. (laughs) Uh, Not your first rodeo here, but in case someone might be listening for the first time, don't know who you is, uh, why don't you let everyone know who you is? I am Dustin Resch, I'm
1: in Aurora, Colorado, which is basically Denver, but you know, with more driveways. <laughs> uh, I am a, a children's book author and illustrator working real hard on getting my first book published. Got an agent finally. I've I've called out like used my shout outs on podcasts many, many times about how much I need an agent, and I finally got one. So now I need an editor to
0: buy my book. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, uh, that'll be easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: ready for another 10 years of struggle before I get the first offer, and then, you
0: know. Yeah, no, I know, we can discuss that later. I'm sure we don't want to bore everybody with that. <laughs> it's
1: a good grind.
0: Luck. Yes, it's good luck to you on that front. And on this front, because you are ready for our game today, and we are kicking things off as usual with Beat My Rank! Beat My Rank, here's how it works, Dustin gonna give you three lists of five items. These lists are gonna be presented to you in alphabetical order, so don't try and read too much into the order. Game theory ain't gonna help you here. Uh, after I give you each list of items, I'm going to ask you one quantitative question about said items. Your job is simple. Pick the correct answer from the list. The one that you think best answers the question. Get it right. Five points headed your way. To pick the answer in second place. Three points. Two points for third. One point for fourth. And nil point! get that last place answer. We don't want them goose eggs. We're going to try and steer clear of those. Are you ready for your first list, sir?
1: I sure don't want any of those goose eggs, so let's see what we can
0: do. Alright. Here we go. We have item number one, 111 West 57th Street, which includes Steinway Hall. Okay. We have Bank of America Tower. We have... Empire State Building, Nordstrom Tower. We have one Vanderbilt next to Grand Central Station, 111 West 57th Street, which includes Steinway Hall. Bank of America Tower, Empire State Building, Nordstrom Tower, and one Vanderbilt next to Grand Central. Your question is very, very apparent to the eye. Which one of these is the tallest building in meters in New York City? Fascinating. A bit of a ways from Denver.
1: Uh, I've been to New York a couple times. We stayed right next to Grand Central uh, the last time for a children's book conference, coincidentally. And we were right next to Chrysler, which is very tall. And I don't know if, I can't imagine, that's a, called Vanderbilt now. That's pretty famously the Chrysler building. I don't know three of these. <laughs> I had my art up on the front of the Time Warner building at uh, Columbus Circle once. That was pretty cool and seemed tall. Um, I mean, I'm aware of Empire State having been the tallest briefly at one point in its history. So, but I feel like there's a real good chance that all of these are taller now. It is a very long way from Denver. All I know is we've got natural buildings that are much, much taller than all of those. (laughs) But our regular buildings are certainly not. I think I'm going to put my money on, uh, on one Vanderbilt at Grand Central Station.
0: One Vanderbilt at Grand Central Station. We will go over these in order. Uh, starting with the five. But to let you know, uh, yeah, Chrysler Building is not one of these buildings and is significantly shorter than all five on this list. For the FYI there. Coming in at five points. At 472 meters, it is also known as the Central Park Tower. It is the Nordstrom Tower. Nordstrom Tower. Three points. That would be at 435.3 meters, 111 West 57th, a.k.a. Steinway. Uh, I believe the special thing about that, it is very, very slender, very slim, which is why you can go up so high and nobody knows what it is. (laughs) Fair enough. Two points, 427 meters. There's your one Vanderbilt. Two boop, 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 boop. Oh, points. Two points for you. Yeah. Empire State Building, only one point if you said that 381 meters. I mean, that's tall. <laughs> it's no slouch. But progress moves on. And uh, Bank of America Tower, no points for that one. 365.8 meters. Still. Still, it's tall. All right, two points. Not bad. Not bad. One right. list down. But two points is not going to be a fun way to end this game. So let's see if we can get you a little more <laughs> action here. <laughs> here is your second list starting with Aaron. Then we have Daniel. After that, we have Grayson. Then we have Jaden. And last. We have Maverick, Aaron, Daniel, Grayson, Jaden, Maverick. Here is your quantitative question. Which of these five boys' first names was the one most commonly given to folks here in these United States in 2020?
1: Those first two are real good red herring thinking I'm going to be ranking profits of some sort and then... You know the mighty <laughs> prophet Grayson
0: <laughs> didn't ring
1: any biblical bells for me. Um, man, I'm. I realize I opened the show talking about children's books. I don't have children of my own, and I'm not uh, real up on these trends. I know a lot of people with uh, with kids with names in the Aiden, Jaden, Raiden, and the Tayden uh, range. Um, but those kids are seeming to be like ten to fifteen years old now. So I don't know how hot that is anymore? If it's Maverick, I'm going to be really surprised. I know Aaron's and Daniel's of every age, so I think those are perennial. My problem with with Jaden, even though it's one I'm drawn to because of all the rhymes, is that there's a lot of rhymes, and I don't know how many concentrated in the one, uh, the one leading consonant <laughs> there are. Mm-hmm. So most popular in 2020. Let's see. Did the Daniel get thrown to the lions and the lions J-Dan. That's Ooh. a real bad joke, man.
0: Ooh.
1: I'm going to need you to make some worse jokes than that later on so that uh, people remember who the boss is around here.
0: Challenge accepted. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with my gut, and I'm going to take a flyer on Jaden.
0: All, All right. Jaden flyer has been taken by thou. Let's see what we got here. So, according to the list... Of names all of these names coming in in the top 100 we will start off with our five-pointer which ranked sixth overall if you can believe it Grayson Grayson okay maybe, maybe a lot of uh, Batman fans or something or, or just a or lot of guys named gray yeah there's that too sure <laughs> <laughs> Oh, remember when we were in grade school? Gray A, Gray C, Thank Gray you. J. <laughs> All right, you took uh, care of the
1: worst joke thing right away. That was well done. Beautiful, yeah.
0: Uh, well, yeah gotta, uh, three points! The 14th most popular name, and that would be Jaden. Three points for you. Well done. Huzzah. Huzzah, huzzah. Yeah, when I coached my son's soccer team back in the day, they gave me an Aiden, a Braden, and a Kaden all on the same team. And I couldn't remember their names, so I just made sure that they were numerically in that order. <laughs> so that it was, it was four. Four was Aiden, five was Braden, six was Kaden, and Evan was seven. And I didn't have to remember anyone's names. Evan was seven. Beautiful. <laughs> and for the rest of the list, for those of you playing along, see how many points you got in 25th place worth two points would be Daniel worth one point and in 49th place believe it or not Top Gun himself Maverick
1: that's dangerous
0: it is Uh, and Iceman coming in 50th Uh, and with zero (laughs) points in 70th place that old reliable Aaron still on the list just not nearly as popular as some of these others so I'm going to add those three that you got to the two you had five points thus far and one more list to go and here is your list, starting off with honey. Moving on to ketchup. Then we have olive oil.
1: Can't believe you're coming right in with girls' names.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the title has been exchanged again. Uh, <laughs> after <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> after olive oil, we have peanut butter. And then we have whole milk. Again, your list is honey. Ketchup. Olive oil, peanut butter, and whole milk. Here is your quantitative question for your final list. Which of these substances has the highest viscosity? So I'll
1: tell you right away the thing that's concerning me is that I'm having trouble remembering if viscosity... uh, is considered to be, like, the slipperiness quantity or the resistance to slipperiness
0: quantity? Uh, you know, hence the the reason this list exists is because you first have to know what viscosity is. <laughs>
1: well, apparently I just need to know what high is and what low is, and those are, you know, opposites, it turns out. So, I, I mean, I know that oil is viscous, so I believe it's going to have to do with, and I think it's a substance slipping against itself, if I'm not mistaken, Uh, honey is sticky, ketchup is sticky, peanut butter I think might be has a high oil content and might be a sneaky one in this list. Whole milk I have never used to lubricate machinery it turns out. But I really got in trouble that time I threw peanut butter in dad's transmission. Olive oil feels like the way too obvious answer since oil is a viscous thing. Yeah, I apologize to all these science-oriented quizzers out there that uh, we got art school science class over here uh, trying to remember physical quantities. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my weak, weak bet on
0: peanut butter as the most viscous. All right, peanut butter is your selection here. Viscosity, of course, we all know. Is d- defined as the state of being thick, sticky, and semi-fluid in consistency due to internal friction. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> so the opposite so that,
1: of all the things I said. I got it.
0: The highest viscosity number on this list has a viscosity level of one million five points. If you said peanut butter. <laughs> Hooray for ignorance. It wins the day again. The the blind squirrel uh, uh, theory has been proven once again. Well done. Uh, With three points, 20,000 for ketchup. 10,000 worth two points would have been honey. And then uh, one point for 56.2 of olive oil. And yeah, um, not a lot of thickness, I would hope, in your whole milk. (laughs) zero. 2.1, uh, zero points for a two point one viscosity
1: so if i hadn't also gone to art school math class i would be able to figure out like by a factor of what i ended up being right because it's a lot like a million and then second was twenty thousand. yes i'm not going to waste your time doing the math but i feel like i accidentally succeeded really hard that time
0: well you know what these lists aren't necessarily meant to be hard it's just you know sometimes you second guess yourself and uh you know, th- th- it is what it is.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you don't know enough to second-guess yourself, and your first guess is just real lucky. All right, so that
0: five points, we're going to add to your score. You had five. You've doubled your score. You have ten. That's double digits. That's good. How are you feeling after round one?
1: I, I feel like I went from mediocre to really su- successful in a jiffy.
0: Oh. Oh. Oh, you really want this title. Okay. let
1: I... down, my friend.
0: <laughs> uh, I'll just make the questions harder, and then I'll feel better. <laughs>
1: I think that's easier than making the jokes dumber. I think we both know where our skill sets lie. <laughs> uh, look what you made me
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving on to round two. Ten points in your personal pool. And you've got a chance to add to those points with mash my beat. Yes, mash my beat. In this round, you're going to get four mashups, also known as before and afters. First one's going to be worth one point, And each subsequent clue is going to be worth one more point than the last now, these may be a little tricky to figure out, and potentially, it could get harder as we go along. So in order to help you out a bit, I will tell you there will always be a theme to each quartet of clues in this round. So if you happen to figure out what that theme is, that may make things a little bit easier for you as you progress. Of course, it may not. It may really limit your thinking, and you're so focused on the theme, you can't see the forest for the trees. Who knows? That's why we play the game. Also, Dustin, you are only going to have a total of seven minutes to finish this round. Now you can pass on an answer if you wish. If you're getting stuck on one, and you feel your time slipping away like sands through the hourglass. Pass. However, there's no going back. If you do, I will give you the answer when you pass. Uh, may help you figure out the theme. If you and if you're stuck, hey, you know, move on. You know that's the way it works. Uh, you understand everything that I'm laying down here?
1: I do believe that I understand. Earlier when I said that I've never been accused of rushing as a rush, test taking is the only thing in which I generally do rush, so I bet we're going to be fine.
0: All right, so uh, minute and a half on the clock? <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Uh, seven minutes on the clock. Your time will start when I finish reading the first clue. Here is your first clue. Good luck. Lebanon. Charles de Gaulle. California baseball. Starkweather homicide. Charlie burning folks alive. Holy moly, is that a lot of
1: information! Lebanon, Charles de Gaulle, California baseball, Starkweather homicide, and Charlie burning folks alive. Um, the, uh, the last part of that is definitely related to Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. I can't imagine the, the whole thing is Lebanon, Charles de Gaulle, they rhyme just like it. Oof, okay. I remember JFK Airport, wise being mentioned more so than I do Charles de Gaulle. California baseball is baseball is one of my worst subjects, and I know how very much you are uh, the guy that wrote the book. So, what California baseball teams can I think of? There's Dodgers and Angels and Giants. Oh my! And Charles de Gaulle was a general and a Prime Minister or President of France, Lebanon's a place and stuff. Wow. 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 This is crazy. I don't see where the two things start and end at all. I have trouble imagining it's going to be something that ends in we didn't start. So I think it's going to be we didn't start the fire something. Charlie burning folks alive could be... uh, I mean, that's a a Vietnam War reference to napalm or self-immolating monks or something of that nature yeah now i don't know which parts of this belong to this song and i can't come back to this if i skip it correct okay yeah i may have to just take a big swing and a miss at this one and i'm gonna i'm sure i'm half right and i'm sure i'm not the other half right but uh we didn't start the fire inside
0: that is incorrect. The correct answer is we didn't start the fire starter. Okay. Clue number two, an emotionally disturbed psychopath who kills with his car ends up winning an Academy Award for the Fisher King. Wow.
1: An emotionally disturbed psychopath who kills with his car ends up winning an Academy Award for the Fisher King. Now, who won an Academy Award for the Fisher King? I think it might have been Mercedes Rule that got a supporting actress, because I don't think Terry Gilliam did. I'm certain that Robin Williams only won the one for Good Will Hunting.
0: Half your time
1: is gone. Oh, boy. And how many are there? Four. Okay. Michael Jeter didn't win for that. And I'm blanking on Lydia's name. It's the daughter of uh, Von Trapp. Who is plumber? Amanda Plumber. Okay. I don't think this could help me. Man, this is rough. I, I'm, I'm thinking of for the car thing is Christine, which the car was trying to kill him, and he wasn't really a psychopath. And so it's got to be something with a Mercedes. I'm going to be really annoyed if I only get half of any of these clues. Annoyed, not surprised, I should say. Um, man, yeah, death proof isn't going to help. Stuntman Mike. That also doesn't help.
0: Two minutes. Okay. Uh, Blood all over my Mercedes rule. The correct answer was Mr. Mercedes rule. Clue number three. (laughs) A small Australian village is cut off from the rest of the world after an incident that involved a cow being graphically bisected. Wow.
1: I may not know any of the parts of this. Okay. A small Australian village... Like, barter town, but... God, I know there was something really gross with a cow with three kings. But I feel like that was more like the effects of a sniper rifle shot from inside. Oh my goodness. So, thinking more about Australia... And I don't know that these are films, and I don't know what the hell the theme is either. So I should think about that for a second. Realizing I don't have a lot of seconds. One minute. Perth, or Muriel's Wedding, or... Priscilla, Queen of the
0: Desert... Priscilla, Queen of the Desert Storm. That is incorrect. The correct answer was Down Under the Dome. Your final clue? Danny returns to the Overlook after listening to the highest ever charting hit in the United States from ZZ Top. (laughs) Okay. Oh, man. I know there was the
1: sequel of Some Kind of the Shining. I don't think I have any idea what the name is. I'm certain now that all of these have a Stephen King component. Um, highest ever okay. Danny returns to the overlook after listening to the highest ever charting hit in the US from ZZ Top. Uh, so sharp dressed man or legs or the Grange or cheap sunglasses. I'm selling the overlook for cheap sunglasses. (laughs) Absolutely right. No, no, (laughs) it's
0: not. Oh, Dustin, Dustin, you got hit with a buzzsaw here. Let's go over all the answers and explain them uh so the first one you got right away was the lyrics to we didn't start the fire except for charlie burning folks alive which is the plot of Firestarter. drew barrymore plays charlie oh, a little man. girl who sets things on fire her, i believe her name is charlene but they call her charlie okay. uh we didn't start the fire starter um, mr mercedes it's a show about guy who kills with his car and uh, Mercedes roll you did correctly identify that she was the one who won the uh, Academy Award for Fisher King. It's an amazing performance. Please watch. Uh, a small Australian village. Australia is down under. It's that simple. Uh, okay. And Under the Dome, of course, is a story that got made into a CBS series, which most famously the promo for this series had uh, the dome dropping and a cow being cut in half. And they showed it over and over and over again because it was really the only thing interesting about the show. <laughs>
1: I'm sure that was an expensive shot.
0: Indeed. They got their money's worth. Uh, and the last one uh, you, you know, you realized this was the sequel to The Shining. They just didn't remember what it was called. That was called Dr. Sleep. Oh. Um, sleeping Bag? Sleeping Bag is actually the highest charting hit Okay. the United, in the United great I was surprised. I didn't think of- yeah. Uh, you could have given me a 100 guesses to come up with that, but truth is sometimes stranger than fiction. So <laughs> of the, what are you going to do inside my sleeping bag
1: and attempt to murder my family with an axe. Okay, this is a cheerful bunch of stuff we got. Sorry, it was called Doctor Sleep? Yeah. Okay.
0: They made a movie of it. It's actually a really good movie. I was surprised. Uh, okay. It's on HBO Max. If so you have HBO Max. So, Dustin, oh, tough round, tough round, no points, but... Nevertheless, we we hit double digits early, so that's good. You have 10 points sitting there in your personal pool. And now it's time for you to earn those points, because none of those points actually belong to you. Uh, Not until you take part in our final round, which is called the Unlucky 13. Here's how it works. I'm going to give you an alphabetized list of 13 items. Then I will give you... A category. Ten of these items fit the category, but three of them are fakes, frauds, wrong answers, traps if you will. I will ask you to select correct items from the list one at a time and we will find out if it's right or if you've fallen prey to one of my devious tricks. If you can get five answers right before selecting all three fakes, you will lock in half of your points. Get an additional three answers right For a total of eight correct answers, and you will win all ten of your points. Hooray! And if you get that far, and I hope you do get that far, you'll then have some decision to make. You can take one chance at getting the ninth correct answer. If you're right, we will double those points to 20. If you're wrong, you'll go back down to half. And if you get that ninth one right, you get one more decision. You can try, if you want to complete the list, copyright Andy Saunders. And if you do get that 10th correct item, you will once again double your points. There's still 40 points out there for you. But, get that last one wrong. You're going to walk out of here with what you came in with. That dreaded goose egg. Zero points. You cannot get to that last step if you don't get there until we take that first step. You understand all the rules. Do you understand what's at stake?
1: I understand the rules, and I want you to understand that if this is baseball or some other notoriously weak category there's going to be an aj-sized tub of peanut butter that you're going to have to attempt to viscosity your way right out of
0: well those are my as you know (laughs) yeah well as you know at least i hope you know because you were here when it happened uh (laughs) this is a randomly chosen game i didn't know which one was going to which person so i cannot be blamed for that my friend (laughs) I mean, I can't be blamed, but just not rightfully. <laughs> yeah, you can still be doused in peanut butter. Fine, I'll get the jelly and I'll have myself a fine old time here, sir. Are your thirteen items for your unlucky thirteen? Starting with Apus, A P U S, Apus. Then we have Aries. We have Booties. We have Cassiopeia. We have Ceres, we have Cygnus, we have Draco, Hercules, Leda, Lupus, Mensa, Orion, and Tempe. One more time, you're 13. Apus, A-P-U-S, Aries, Bootes, B-O-O-T-E-S, Cassiopeia, Ceres, C-E-R-E-S, Cygnus, Draco, Hercules, Leda, L-E-D-A, Lupus, Mensa, Orion, and Tempe. Those are your 13, and your category should be pretty obvious, but maybe not. The category is constellations, the official list of 88 recognized constellations. You need five to get half of your points which happens to also be five what will you spend okay let me have a few minutes to look at this moments you know
1: it'll be edited down to an imperceptible unit of time okay so my first i, I was concentrating on writing these down and you asked me right out loud whether i understood all of the rules that i may not have um my, my first effort is going to be getting five of them correct for the half points is that correct
0: if you can get five correct before selecting all three fakes, you will lock in half of your points.
1: Okay. Um, all right, well, I'm going to knock
0: off some obvious ones. So, uh, Ares. Ares is your first guess. And it wouldn't be a horoscope if we didn't see Ares in the sky. That is our first one correct. Well done. What is your second uh, choice? My
1: second is going to be Cassiopeia
0: cassiopeia is next and cassiopeia the queen of ethiopia is immortalized in the stars well done two for two let's keep the streak going with number three okay
1: there's a cat running around new york with the orion's belt around its neck i'm having trouble remembering the whole men in black thing but orion please
0: Orion is not just a movie studio but it is also in the sky Orion is correct 343 well done you are cooking with gas as it were number four
1: I am almost certain that Cygnus is a constellation the swan
0: Cygnus is your answer Cygnus. The Swan is a constellation. Well done. Four for four. And now you're ready for number five. If you get this one right, five points will be yours. Okay.
1: Uh, Draco is going to be my fifth, please.
0: Draco is your answer. Draco is is the antagonist from Harry Potter, but it is also a word that means dragon and is a constellation. Well done. Five for five. You have five points. And now you have reached that first milestone. You can take a deep breath, relax a little bit because those five points are yours. There's no risk in this next tier. So what will happen is you will now give me what we hope will be three more correct answers before you reach three strikes. If you do so, you'll get the full ten points to which you are entitled for getting eight correct answers. However, if you get the three strikes first, you leave the seat with your five points. So what okay. will it be for number six?
1: Uh, um, I believe one of the... Uh... Victims of Zeus's very smooth seduction tactics was Leda, and I believe she's been immortalized as a
0: constellation. Leda is your answer. Leda, of course, a uh, fictional character who uh, did it with Cygnus, <laughs> as it were. Was I mean, down with the Cygnus? Down with the Cygnus. It's a drop Oh no. Leda is not a constellation. Leda is a moon of Jupiter. Oh, man, so she's still falling victim
1: to the seduction of the swan.
0: I okay. so. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to trace their paths across the sky or anything, but it uh, very well could be. So that is your first boo-boo, your first misstep here. You still need three, and there are two traps still out there. Let's try for number six one more time. Well, I was
1: real sure that I... I was pretty sure I had the three traps identified, and I was wrong. Um, I'm going to... Uh, try Apis.
0: Apis is your next guess. And apus is correct. Well done, the bird of paradise. Okay. That is number six. You now have two more to guess. What do you think might be number seven? Uh,
1: so, working with the anthropomorphic, the anthropomorphic is the opposite of that, the zoomorphic theme. <laughs> Uh, there is a constellation, I
0: hope, for lupus the wolf. Lupus aka the wolf is your answer. Uh, now there is a lupus. Rabbit to do with the rabbit. And there is also a lupus. Well done. That is correct the wolf, as you said. So here's where we stand. Let's set the stage here. There are Five answers left on your board. We have Booty, Ceres, Hercules, Mensa, and Tempe. Three of them are correct answers. Two of them are traps. You only need one more to get to the next milestone. What will your answer be?
1: Okay. Obviously, there things can be used for more than one thing, but I know Ceres is a dwarf planet that is now equal in status to Pluto, so I'm hoping I'm still right that that's not a constellation. I've never heard of Booties before in that context. I've obviously heard of them in other contexts. Um, there's got to be a Hercules constellation. I'm going to try that next. Hercules...
0: The son of Zeus. Many, many labors. And Hercules is a correct answer. Well Ooh. done. You have gotten your all ten points that you have rightly earned for yourself. Well done. And now, sir, we have a decision to make. Four answers are left, two are correct, two are incorrect, so it's essentially a 50-50 shot. If you want, you can take those 10 points you've earned and leave, go home. You know, if at the end of all this, there's a tournament, I might go by the top scores, who knows? <laughs> when I'm playing for money, I get that. Um, if you get one more right, double your points, we'll take those 10, turn it to 20, however... If you get one of the traps you go back down to five and your game is over. So, sir first question would be of course, do you want to proceed? Okay.
1: Man. And I I'm not, I'm thrown off enough by Lita tricking me that I'm pretty nervous to try and move forward. I'd like the answer that I've got lined up, but <laughs> that one of these others that can't possibly be right is definitely right, and that's killing me. Um, I think I'm going to have to take the money and walk, much as it goes against every fiber of my peanut butter dunk tank filling being. I'm going to walk away with my 10.
0: That is perfectly crumblant, and it's a fine, fine decision. 10 points are yours, Dustin, but just for gits and shiggles. Uh, if you had made, you know, come on, I'm not going to let you off that easy. If you had made your guess, what would that guess have been? And I get some shingles? <laughs> that sounds terrible. Um,
1: I, I gotta think, booties must be one. Booties must or it's be one. fully made up. What's one or the other?
0: Well, booties is the herdsman. Hooties is a constellation. So you would have been correct, which would have given you 20 points. And if, at that point, you had to guess one more time, uh, basically a one out of three at this point, mm. which of the three that were left series, uh, Mensa and Tempe, would you have chosen? I think
1: uh, I'd have had to go for Mensa as the final. Mensa, because you're feeling pretty smart? No. No. <laughs> the opposite of that reason
0: well you you were correct that Ceres is an asteroid which has been upgraded to dwarf planet and is not a constellation so that was one of the traps which leaves mensa and tempe there is a constellation called phoenix but there is not a constellation called tempe i just made that up you would have been correct mensa the
1: table mountain so smart enough but not brave enough to get into mensa is what's happening
0: I guess so. But you know what? Uh, you know, water under the bridge. Uh, ten points is nothing to feel ashamed of by any stretch of the imagination. I am happy with your ten points. I hope you are happy with your ten points. Yeah. Before I let you go, how are you feeling with your decision now? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I, I still can't believe I just zeroed that second round, but that's pretty funny to know. Almost half of everything and zero of the other half. <laughs> um, I, I feel well. I feel obviously very dumb about the decision since I was right, but I wasn't sure I was right. So, I think I probably played the odds correctly, even though it turns out that I would have would have done fine.
0: Um, yeah, I'm alright. Okay, good. So before before you go, uh, anything you want to pimp? Shout out, you know, tell the people who are listening because it might be some time before you're back in this hot seat. Just uh, not not any intent on my part. Just a lot of people want to be in the hot seat. Who knows? uh the floor as they say is yours and you really hate being threatened with peanut
1: butter and so i'm blacklisted now (laughs) um i would say i mean i try to always uh to always plug my art uh dustinresch.com or reshasketch.com would get you to see some of my art and uh, i want to give a shout out to my my trash pandas which is my uh, oql gang uh, with the aforementioned andy saunders and jonathan oaks and Kelsey and Caitlin and Bing and Jeffrey. It's a good bunch of people, and they all deserve shots up. Well, I certainly am not going to
0: poo-poo that. I'm uh, a big fan of the Trash Panda gang, and uh, many of them, uh, if not all, have... Uh, I think Bing Bing might not have been on, on, on yet, but I think that's a Bing choice. <laughs> we'll start working on him. Uh, well, Dustin, thank you so much for playing. I had a blast. I hope you did as well. Now get out my hot seat. And for all of you out there listening, we're going to be back next week with another new contestant, another new game. We'll see if they have the courage to go all the way or not. Ha <laughs> ha, I kid, I kid. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Take care. <laughs> bye bye. Thanks, AJ. Did you beat our guest or did our guest beat you? Tell us all about it on Facebook at Beat My Guest, the fan's hot seat. If you'd like to help contribute to the cause and help make more episodes possible, we ain't going to say no to that. Find us at patreon.com slash beatmyguest. And if you liked what you heard, spread the word. This has absolutely not been a Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production.